Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good, and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. is here to talk about optimizing fertility and balancing hormones quickly. She's here to share some hacks with us, and I'm very excited for this conversation. Her name is Dr. Kayla Smith. She's a holistic, integrative fertility and hormone doctor. She holds a PhD in natural and holistic medicine, as well as double board certification as a doctor of natural medicine. Dr. Kayla is the founder of the Hormone Puzzle Society and the Fertility Coach University. She has over 25 years of experience in integrative health and has published multiple books on fertility, hormones, and pregnancy, as well as seven distinct online courses. So this girl knows her stuff for sure. Dr. Kayla is here today to chat about some simple hacks that will balance hormones quickly. And she also shares some practical tips every person with PCOS needs to know. So I cannot wait for you to hear this conversation. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Kayla, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, same. So can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are and who you help, all of that. Sure. I'm Dr. Kayla Smith, and I'm a doctor of natural medicine, as well as a nutritionist and a health coach. And I started a company called the Hormone Puzzle Society, where I work with women and couples all over the world, teaching them how to optimize their fertility, balance their hormones, and get pregnant naturally or balance their hormones for perimenopause, menopause, and those later years in life. So everything I do is mind, body, spirits. And yeah, that's me. Okay. So a lot of women listening right now are in the kind of thick of it with fertility, trying to get pregnant. Some of them may have already gone through a long journey. Can you share a little bit about like your overall philosophy with fertility and what you've seen to work well, as far as not just changes, which I know we'll get to with nutrition, but more the mindset of it? Yeah, definitely. So a couple of things that I like to look at. Well, first mindset is huge. I always tell my clients, if you don't believe that you can actually get pregnant, it's going to be very hard to do that. You can block your physical body from doing the things that it needs to do to get pregnant with your hormones and with your ovulation and all of those pieces. If your mindset is, I can't, I won't, this never will happen. That's telling your body, don't let this happen. The other thing that that does is when that's your mindset, it causes your stress hormones to go up, your cortisol goes up and your fertility making hormones go down. Your body's not safe. It doesn't feel safe and it's not going to make a baby. So having that strong mindset of this will happen, I know in my bones, deep in my soul, this will happen and I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen is the first piece of that fertility puzzle. Yeah. And we do know that Sometimes when women stop trying or where they're not actively trying to conceive, then they get pregnant without, because that stress and the pressure is off. And I think we, you know, you probably, and I know some stories about women that that has happened to. And so I think there's a lot to do. The stress really can impact not just your mental health, but your physical health as well. 
For sure. For sure. And I want to say too, this is not positive toxicity. That's not this. That's not just putting on a happy face and the, you know, matter what and sitting in a corner and then you're going to magically get pregnant. This is kind of the foundational piece of optimizing your overall health. And it starts with your mind. So it's that belief in this can and will happen. What are some tools or strategies that you've seen to work really well with that, with the mindset? Yes. So for sure. So I do something called the I am exercise. And what this does, it's a piece of neuroplasticity where you're rewiring your brain to believe something about yourself that, you know, deep down inside is true or that you want to be true. So it's, I am strong. I am powerful. I am confident. I am pregnant. And it's telling your mental body what your physical body wants it to do. And I've studied a lot with quantum physics and quantum medicine. I'm a quantum doctor. And we believe that everything starts in the mind with that belief. And that filters down into, it starts with your super mental, which is your intuition body. Then it goes into your mental body, your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Then it goes into your vital body, which is your energetic centers. And then the last place is your physical body. So starting in the mind with that belief and that intuition is what's going to help. And that I am exercise is kind of a a foundational piece to that. I love that. So important. So important. I think that that gets overlooked. That gets overlooked a lot. So that's I'm glad you mentioned that. So I know you're here to share five hacks to balance hormones fast and everyone loves a good hack. So (laughs) why don't we dive right in and get started with the first one? Sure. So the first place I love to give this hack, it's test, don't guess. I'm a functional medicine, naturopathic doctor. I believe in getting to the root of what's causing the issue and working to holistically heal that root. So doing functional lab tests versus just traditional blood work, where blood work is a snapshot in time of what's happening right when hormones are tested. Functional labs are going to dive deeper. They're going to look at the root cause, and then we're going to work to holistically heal that. So that's the first place. Don't just guess and throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Figure out exactly what's wrong and then work targetedly to fix that. So tests don't guess. And I can go into more details about some of my favorite tests if you want me to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the first thing I love to look at hormones through dried urine. I do the dried urine hormone test through Meridian Valley Labs. And what this does is it looks a little deeper at the hormones. It doesn't just look at what the levels are and what your body is doing with them, but it looks at actually how your body's using these hormones, how they're fluctuating, how they're detoxing and excreting through your body. So that's the second piece of the hormone puzzle. I don't want to see just what my levels are, but I want to know how I'm actually using these hormones. And then if there's a break in that chain, I can work to holistically fix that. That's the first place, dried urine hormone So we should, yeah, let's just clarify for everyone listening. So with a dry urine test, you almost see like the full life cycle of the hormones and what leaves the body, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that someone can do at home. Exactly. Yes, it's done through urine. Like I just said, dried urine. So you pee in a cup, you dip a strip, you let it dry, and then you send it back to the lab for review. Super easy and simple, but very detailed as far as the results. Yeah. A lot of times I get asked about, oh, can my doctor prescribe that? Or can my primary do that? And usually they don't. So they don't. Yep. 
And the reason for that is because it's a functional lab test and we're looking at different parameters as a natural path, as a functional doctor, we're looking to see what we need to do to heal the body. Whereas your, you know, Western medicine is not looking for that. They're looking for, do you need a prescription or procedure? So that data is not relevant to them because they're just looking at different parameters. Yeah. So it's the difference between looking at the surface or going diving into the root of where the problem is starting. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so dried, is there any other tests yep. other than dry urine that you like? Yes. So the second one I like to do is a hair tissue mineral analysis. And I like to look at minerals through tissue because when you look at minerals through blood, this is just, again, a snapshot in time. Also minerals through blood are a transportation mechanism. So it changes rapidly and it's just getting one mineral from one place to another It's not looking in the cell. So a lot of minerals like magnesium, for example, is intracellular, meaning it's inside the cell. So you have to test a tissue and hair is one of the most non-invasive ways to do that. Mm -hmm. So this can show me what your minerals are doing, if you have an imbalance, a deficiency, but also if you have a toxic metal in your body where you're, if you have toxic metals in your cells, then it's going to push those minerals out of the cells. So get the minerals back in the cells, it will eliminate those toxins naturally and easily. So, so that's the second place I look is through the tissue, through hair and do a mineral analysis. How do you feel about stool testing? Is that something that you That's recommend? my third one. Right. I love a good stool test. <laughs> yes. I like to do the biomethics from Microbiome Labs. And the reason I do this one is because one, Microbiome Labs is one of the leaders in this industry, but this is going to look at the full microbiome. It looks through stool and it can show if there's dysbiosis, meaning there's more bad guys than good guys. It can show parasites, fungus, bacterium. It can show even how your body's metabolizing your vitamins based on the microbiome that's in the gut. So again, we'll show if you have vitamin deficiencies. Sometimes that alone is a key piece to your fertility puzzle because if you're deficient in your vitamins, if you're not you know, metabolizing your food, you're not getting your nutrients, you're not gonna have what you need to make hormones, then your hormones are gonna be unbalanced. You're going to have a lot of symptoms and fertility being one of them, infertility. So definitely do a stool test. And do you usually recommend people get all three or do you start with one and then see how it goes? Yeah, it really depends on where you're at in your journey. So I talk to everybody on a discovery call. I find out where you're at. Some people come in and they've tried everything and they've got a lot of symptoms and they're, you know, Western medicine is not helping them. Maybe they've had a lot of IUI and IVF failures. That's when we go in guns a blazing. And I'm like, I want to uncover every one of these rocks and look and see what's happening here. Some people come in and maybe they're new in their journey. You know, I talked to a lady earlier and she was 25 and she's just starting, has some symptoms of hormone imbalance, but maybe she doesn't need all those tests. So I always try to look at, okay, you know, is it this in your budget to do all of these tests? If not, let's start where we can. I always want to meet the client where they're at, but if they need the full gamut of tests, then we can definitely do that too. So what did the test run as far as pricing? Yeah, so my package is $1,350, and that includes all three of those tests, plus a call with me, plus a treatment plan. So it's it's fairly inexpensive if you look at the overall, you know, if you're spending $20,000 on IVF, or you can spend $1,300 and figure out what's going on and and be healthy, which is, that's the other piece of it. You know, your health is optimized. Yeah. Okay, great. What's the second hack you have for us? Yes. So the second hack is my hormone puzzle method. 
And so these are the foundational pieces that you need to make sure are in place so that your body has everything it needs to function at an optimal level. So PUZZLE is an acronym and it stands for P is proper whole food nutrition. U is understanding supplements. Z is zapping stress. Z or Z's, which is sleep. L is love and encouragement. And E is exercise and environment. So those are all the pieces that you need to make sure that you're focusing on on a daily and weekly basis. If you're listening and you're like, I'm doing all of that, Dr. Kayla, think about where can you up level? Where is some place where you're maybe missing something where you can up level? If you're brand new and you're like, I'm not doing any of that and I'm overwhelmed now, pick one place. Just pick one place and say, I'm going to do 1% better today than I did yesterday. And that's where you're going to start. And then you're going to build from there. Okay, great. Can you give us maybe like a one line or a one tip from each of these that sure. is your most common or something that you've seen to work really well for someone just getting started? Yeah, sure. So proper whole food nutrition, this is going to be eating as close to nature as possible. If it had a mom or if it had, grows in the ground, you can eat it. If it came from a package at the supermarket, you're going to not eat it. Or, you know, you're going to minimally eat it. I'm an 80-20 girl, 80% whole clean food, 20% food for the soul. So have a little bit, don't have a lot. So that's the piece on nutrition. And I also do something called the magic plate where you break your plate into thirds. You have a third protein, a third vegetable, a third slow burning carb or grain, and one to two tablespoons of a healthy fat. If you Mm -hmm. have those pieces with every meal, that's your balance plate. So no counting macros or calories, just have that balance plate. Okay, great. Yes. Understanding supplements. This one is one. I put this in here because I feel so many people are either not on any supplements at all. And most people need at least one or two because of the state of our food supply. Or some people are on 20, 30 different things and they don't know why they're on any of it. So this is making sure you understand what you're taking why or why not you're taking it and then asking yourself, is this what I really need? So working with a practitioner like myself, like you to figure out what supplements you actually need is important. All the testing that I talked about earlier will tell you targeted supplement plans, but there is a few that I really say everybody should be on a good whole food multivitamin or prenatal, a probiotic, and sometimes a fish oil if you're not eating enough fish each week. One to two mm-hmm. servings a week if you are. If you're not eating any fish, you definitely need a fish oil for the fatty acids that it provides. Um, okay, great. Do you have any stress. recommended supplements that you particularly love for PCOS? Yes, my own isotol is my go-to PCOS. There's a couple different brands that are really good. You mm-hmm. want to do four to one ratio of myo to d That's super important. The fish oil is also really good for PCOS because it lowers inflammation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I definitely say do a fish oil probiotic because PCOS women usually have gut health issues. So you want a probiotic. Sometimes you even need a prebiotic. If you're not eating a lot of fiber, mm-hmm. the probiotic is the bacteria. The prebiotic is the food that feeds them. So you want to, you, you know, if you're eating a lot of different fiber sources, then you might get away with not doing that. But if you're not definitely throw in a fiber, you know, a, a prebiotic fiber. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, Z zapping stress. I would say take anything off your schedule that's not serving you out of your life if it's not serving you, especially if you're in the point of your life when you're trying to conceive. So I always tell people this is a season of your life, whatever you can move to the back burner that's not serving you, let's do that. 
And then doing things every day to proactively manage your stress, taking five minutes every one to two hours to do some deep breathing, some journaling, go walk outside for five minutes, something that's going to calm your nervous system and lower that stress response. Okay. That's easy. Anybody could do that. Yes. 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 Sleep is another one I see a lot of people get hung up on sleep. We want to make sure we're setting our circadian clock. So early morning sun in the eyes will start that process of serotonin and melatonin production. And then at night, minimize or eliminate blue lights. Try to dim your lights at night. My favorite thing to do is turn on my salt lamps and turn off all my lights. So it's like super calm and serene and just amber glow all over the place. So, you know, and then try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every night and day to set that clock. Okay, perfect. Yes. Then L, love and encouragement. So this is a twofold and I'll try to go quick because I know this one's, these are taking a long time, but so love and encouragement for yourself, believing again that you can and will get pregnant, that you can and will live in menopause symptom-free, that, you know, that belief, love and encouragement for yourself. But then also surrounding yourself with people who love and encourage you and lift you up and tell you, you this can happen. We're here for you. We're a support system. So you definitely need that, especially if you're going through fertility or menopause. Everybody needs a support system. So having that around you. Yeah. And then exercise and environment. I recommend cycle optimizing your exercise if you're still a cycling woman. So this is, we want to cycle optimize our food, but for exercise, it's working out during the times of when your hormones are high, you can do high intensity. So that's follicular phase right after your period until the day before you ovulate. That's when you can do high intensity, spin class, boot camp, running, all of those things. Then luteal phase, the first week of luteal, you can still do high intensity. The second week, the week before your period, you want to do more low, slow, gentle movements, yoga, walking, tai chi. And then the week of your period, the same walking, yoga, tai chi, even resting. I know ladies, you think you can't rest, but it's okay to rest during your period. And you're not going to jeopardize your weight loss goals if that's you know your goal. So, and then environment, be careful with environmental toxins, look at your beauty care, your cleaning products, anything that goes on or around your body, try to be as toxic free as possible. There's some really great resources now, the ewg.org slash skin deep. That's a, a website where you can go and check for toxic products. They have an app. I think it's called think dirty, where you can scan the barcode and see if your products are toxic, but Now more than ever, it's so easy to be toxic free with products. There's some really good ones out there. So do some research and as you run out of things, start to swap for cleaner options. Yes. And regarding the movement throughout the phases of the cycle, I know you have a guide that will share. I do. Yes. That walks people through that, right? Yes. So for your listeners, for the Responding to Life podcast, we have a cycle optimizing quick start guide that they can grab for free. And I'm sure you'll put this link in the show notes, but for everybody listening, it's Coach Kayla and Kayla's K-E-L-A.com. So coachkayla.com slash responding dash to dash life. And so they go there and they get that. They also will get five days free for my infertility summit, which had over 45 speakers talking about all things related to infertility and how to optimize your fertility naturally. We also had some really great PCOS speakers in there. So yeah, check that out. Okay, perfect. Let's go into the third hack. So we talked about the puzzle. We talked about the first one, which was the foundational one, right? That was the testing. Yep. 
What's the third one? The third one is blood sugar. This is one a lot of people forget about. And it's so important because your blood sugar really controls so many pieces of your hormone puzzle. And it controls so many things when it comes to PCOS. So making sure that you balance your blood sugar every single day, every time you eat. One of the best ways to do that is not to constantly snack. Every time you snack, and I know a lot of us, myself included, I grew up in the 80s. I was taught eat every two hours to spike your metabolism. That is not true. Every time you eat, your body releases insulin. It has to convert that glucose with the insulin. And this causes your cells to become insulin resistant, which is a lot of what PCOS, you know, you guys struggle with. So Mm -hmm. balance your blood sugar by eating. I say every three to four hours, but listen to your hunger. If you're hungry in two hours, that means the meal before that wasn't enough protein or fat. So really making sure you're constructing your meals, you're getting enough healthy fat, you're getting enough protein and you're getting enough quantity of food. That's the other piece. I see a lot of people under eating. They'll eat like a hundred calories and be starving in an hour. And I'm like, cause you didn't eat anything. You got to eat. Yeah. So yeah. eat, eat to balance your blood sugar. And then make sure you, again, protein and fat at your meal will balance that blood sugar. It'll keep any of the food that you ate that did have sugar in it, simple sugars. You know, if you eat fruit or carbs, it'll keep that from spiking the blood sugar because that'll slow down the absorption in the blood. So, so yeah, blood sugar is a big one. Blood sugar is super important. Yep. Yes. So the fourth one we all, we kind of already touched on, but it's mindsets. Having that positive mindset, telling yourself every day that I can and I will get pregnant, I will manage my PCOS, I will even put it into remission, that is possible. Another exercise that I really like around my mindset is the I love you exercise. And this is a self-love exercise where you look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself 10 to 15 times, you look in your eyes and you say, I love you. I love you. And it's really weird at first, but it links in your brain that you love yourself and it gives you that positive feeling. It increases your oxytocin, which is your Mm -hmm. love hormone. It puts out dopamine, which is another feel-good hormone, your GABA. So it just floods your body with good, feel-good, you know, endorphins. So do that exercise and really have a strong mindset that you can and will get pregnant if that's your goal or that you can have optimal health if, you know, you're trying to optimize your health. Yeah. You got to train your brain to think that way, right? Like you said, neuroplasticity, the brain can actually change and you can actually train yourself to think certain things. It's a little bit like fake it till you make it right at first. Like Mm -hmm. you said, it's weird. It may not feel right, but the more you do it, the better, you know, the easier it gets and the better your body responds to it. Exactly. And like I said earlier, you know, I'm a big fan. I've studied a lot around quantum physics and it's almost like the law of attraction. What you put out there, that energy is going to come back to you. So Mm -hmm. if you're in this state of like, this isn't going to work. I hate my body. I hate myself. I hate my life. Blah, 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 blah. That's what you're bringing into yourself. That, That energy is coming right at you. But if you're like, I love myself, I'm calm, I'm relaxed, I'm strong, I'm powerful, then that's what you're going to exude. And that's what's going to come back to you. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yep. And then the fifth thing, and we already talked about this a little bit, but this is more on stress, really reiterating how detrimental stress is for your fertility, for your PCOS, for your hormones, for everything. So it's managing your stress, but then also doing things in your life that bring you joy. Do something every single day, at least every single day. I say a couple times a day that bring you joy, whether that's reading your favorite book, 
eating your favorite food, drinking your favorite drink, going to, you know, do whatever is your favorite thing. I feel like so many of us get so focused on work and like we got to do, 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 but just, you got to stop. You got to relax and enjoy your life because your hormones and your health and your fertility, that's what they deserve. Okay, great. And all these principles, including the puzzle is what you teach inside your coaching program. Exactly. Yes. Everything I teach is the program. Yes. So everything I teach is mind, body, spirit, like I said earlier, and it's a 12 week program and it's a deep dive into all of these pieces. Mm -hmm. We do all the testing, we figure out what's going on, and then we work to holistically heal mind, body, and spirit. Okay. That's great. So we'll link to that. I do have the summit. So you share the guide, you have the summit for us. So that's great. People can get some more information about that. Anything else you want to share as far as fertility, specifically for PCOS, women who are in kind of the trenches of the journey with, you know, either IVF or they're not quite there yet. What are some of the things that you would say to them? Yeah. So I would say, do not give up. Keep pushing until you have answers. You can and will optimize your health. You will get pregnant. You can do it. All you need is the belief in that and then figuring out the roots and then working to holistically heal those roots. So I don't care what your Western medicine doctor has said. You have PCOS. They've told you you can't get pregnant. You can't, you know, live symptom free, but you can. And it all starts with that belief. And then that action of all the things we talked about here today. And then the other thing I want to say to that is, what I said earlier, pick one thing. Don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing any of that. Like, where do I even begin and then freeze and do nothing? Just pick one thing and say, I'm going to start tomorrow with a healthy breakfast and I'm going to make sure it has enough fat, but just pick one thing, start there and then build from there. And then reach out for support with somebody like me or like yourself that can coach you and guide you through this whole process and do the testing for you. Yep. Okay. I love it. I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Sure. Are you in? Let's I'm in. Okay. So the first one is if you were not a fertility specialist, what would you be? Oh my gosh. Probably a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) Although I'd be really bored, but I love my children and I love that I get to do both of those things. So yes, that's great. The second one is if you could go to dinner with any famous figure, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe know. Elvis Presley, because I grew yes. up in Memphis and I love his music and he seems like such a trailblazer. And I would just want to pick his brain on how he did that in that time he was in. Yeah. That's a good one. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Next one is what is one meal you're currently obsessed with? Oh my gosh. My spaghetti squash bowls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so delicious. So spaghetti squash with the feta cheese, the tomatoes chopped up with Italian seasoning, a little bit of oil, and then you bake it. And then I put a protein on top fish or chicken or something, but oh my gosh, I could eat that like breakfast, lunch, dinner, every single thing. I love it. That sounds good. <laughs> and it's so that healthy and it's really... so easy. So yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to try that. Yes. And then last one is what is one healthy habit that you think is underrated? It's not talked about enough. Oh gosh. I would say deep breathing and meditation. I know a lot of people roll their eyes when you say meditation and deep breathing, but you can literally trick your central nervous system into thinking you're calm and relaxed just by doing, you know, two to three deep belly breaths. And I feel like so many of us don't do that. And we forget that we can do that when we're super stressed. 
So yeah, yeah, do some deep breathing, throw a little meditation in there. Definitely a great hack for, for being calm and being healthy. I agree. I yes. agree. Okay. <laughs> this was great. Dr. Kayla, yeah. thank you so much for being here. I'll link to everything we talked about in the show notes and tell my listeners where they can find out more about you. Sure. So my website has all the things you can visit that it's coachkayla.com. Again, I was a health coach before I was a naturopath. So coachkayla.com. I have a bunch of freebies there, not just the one for you guys, but I also have a fertility meal plan and a cycle syncing quick start guide and a pregnancy meal plan. And then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is probably my favorite hangouts, Kayla underscore health coach and hormone puzzle method. I also have a podcast, the hormone puzzle podcast. And for any practitioners listening, I run a school called fertility coach university where you can become a certified fertility coach. So there's where you can find me. Oh, and Facebook is Kayla health coach. Yep. All right. You're everywhere. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) perfect so lots of resources i will link to everything thank you again for being here oh thank you so fun all right great 